0: I'm gonna say Baylor 28,
1: Texas 21. A&M
2: 21, LSU 18. And now we got a big celebration here at Kyle Field. Number
3: five LSU is upset, 38 to
4: 23. Auburn. Twenty four Alabama nineteen. ESPN reports Breeze and Auburn have agreed to a six year deal worth an average of $6. <laughs> six and a half million dollars per year.
5: We have so much breaking news that we need to touch on, and we have current events that are happening right now. Like we have Baylor absolutely fighting for their life, but that's something <laughs> they're used to after the game they played Saturday. So
0: I've watched I feel a lot like- of Baylor basketball. This is the worst beatdown I've seen us take in like at least five or six years. It's nasty, disgusting program. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, and I know I've interrupted your flow a little bit, but before before we get too far, can I be the first person to say that I think Baylor basketball might be a little stinky this year because we just don't have or use the paint at all? I want to be the first one. Totally outside. Just all. Glad you're getting ahead of that
3: before Texas sweeps y'all. I'm glad you're getting ahead of that. That's That's right.
0: You're having swept shit. That's all I got. Evan, I kind of
5: want to talk about multiple things from the Baylor standpoint, right? Okay. <laughs> all right. So a lot of people don't know, but we've all been like in a group chat where we talk sports, things of this nature. Evan has consistently made fun of the director's cup. He talks about sports that we aren't really good in. Baylor proceeds to have a stinky football season. They lose to Texas. Blake Shapen is a fraud. Their basketball team is currently losing. I just want to know from a program that's beaten Texas two out of the last six games in football, how do you feel like you're able to talk about our program the way that you do?
0: I'll hang up. I'm glad you asked one. The director. Real quick. Can I step in one
2: thing real quick, Evan? Before you get there, can we just leave the fucking like directors' cup shit out of this? Ain't nobody care about absolutely not, and and, like nobody nobody cares about that. that stuff. You know that year that you won the directors' cup, the only sport that didn't score a damn point was football. Like, come on, man! Like. Everything else, I am comfortable with. Everything else, the the nature, the basis of this conversation that you're about to have with Evan, but please let's not let's leave the director stuff, cup director cup stuff out of it. My goodness, how who can cares? you
5: leave out the greatest athletic program in the nation?
0: <laughs> it's sponsored because by it a bank, dude. It's the Capital One yeah. cu- Cup. That's nasty. We don't support yeah, the big college banks. football
3: playoffs. Has a sponsor. We don't shit on that. <laughs>
4: we'll, yes, we You do. do shit on it That's by never showing up. Uh, so nobody calls it my <laughs> I'll answer your That's question. That's why we boycott off. it. That's why I boycott and... it every year. I don't corporate America. <laughs> I'm not down with.
0: <laughs> answer your question, Bob. We did have a stinky six and six season. I'm not. Com- I've I talked myself off the Blake Shapin is a fraud ledge for now. But did you know that finishing six and six this year gives us 18 wins in the last two years? And you guys haven't had 18 wins over two years since the year 2009. So your, your lesson, you did that. Why Jones, did you the set them up for this? At the beginning of it. <laughs>
3: he just teed why it up. You <laughs> literally just laid it up at the rim and <laughs> let him dunk Stop it in.
5: On. You know he was going to do it. If we stink so bad, did why did they only beat us two times out of the last eight games? Listener, he's getting
3: confused we on the stat. We know that pieces. Evan is a liar, brothers. We know Evan is <laughs> a liar. You, he's lied about Baylor basketball
0: and football. We're two and two in the last four years with you guys. The home team has won every game. Something to think about. And I think in the last like twelve years, you're only like one game better than us. So something to think about. I much rather <laughs> 18 games these last two years and a conference championship and a Sugar Bowl. Something I did the, the math on this one. You guys are gonna love this. Auburn hasn't done something that good over two year span since the year two thousand ten. Texas hasn't done it since 2009. And Aggie, I believe, was 86 the last time you guys had 18 wins. over So, 86. so hey, I think everyone needs to mind their manners because 18 wins over two years
4: is pretty good. What happened in 2010? Like- we must have been pretty good.
5: 2009, we were pretty good. 2005, we were pretty good.
4: Look,
0: and that's fine, but we don't have. We're running out of VHS tapes to keep looking at the highlights. So you guys Stop need to this. modernize and get some 4K Ultra HD highlights. You got some of this last Evan,
5: week. We I'm to get this conversation back to where it needs to be directed. So <laughs> here's some of the things you said. You said the worst quarterback on the field would determine this game. How do you feel about that?
0: Quinn was definitely the worst quarterback on the field on on Friday. I'll agree that we got our you athletes sure? in a lot of different ways, but it wasn't quarterback play. I'll tell you that much. Quinn handed us nine points with, with only his arms and his legs, gave us nine points. We only gave you seven from our quarterback. Something to think about.
5: If you said Bijan wouldn't run for a lot of yards <laughs> and a lot of touchdowns, would you like to revisit that <laughs> statement?
0: He did finally get a hundred-yard game on Baylor, and I'm glad he got it. He deserved one on his way out.
5: Are you now a
3: drones truther because Shapin did not look very impressive in this game? And is it time he, for drones next nah, year? You just talked yourself uh, off
0: the ledge. <laughs> And it sucks because I, think I really do think, saying,
3: shaping is shaping his trash. now he's like, well, maybe we could well, go with
0: shaping. Dude, he kind of lost me this year, but i I do think for all the lies I did tell about him, I do think it really is worth mentioning he was a, a first year starter this year was thrust into the end of last year and won off of vibes alone. It was all vibes, everything he did at the end of last year. I think he's just a first year starter. He was much better than Quinn, much better than Quinn. That's Quinn a very low bar. Sticks.
5: Quinn has Quinn never stakes. lost to Baylor, ever.
0: <laughs> but he has, That's true. he has stunk it up, and we can all agree on that. He had one touchdown in his last three games.
3: Can we talk about a game that actually matters? Because nobody cares about Texas and, <laughs> and Baylor anymore. Nobody cares oh, is about that all? That I, is that
0: all you got for me?
3: String? we want you to tell us about, obviously, you had the big win this weekend. Uh, Jimbo went out on top this weekend, got Brian Kelly the fuck out of here. So tell us about uh, how you felt.
2: I mean, it was a uh, oh, I was shit. I was paused. There we go. I'm good now. Um, you know, it felt good. If I, you know, a lot of people like after the game was over, they're like, oh, we should have no, no, fuck that. Like we, we shouldn't have been better the rest of the season. Like we just needed a game. I don't give a shit about what happened the rest of the year. We put together a solid game. We had you know LSU. We we I don't know how it happened, but we absolutely had them in hell. I don't know if we're better than we gave ourselves credit for. Or maybe LSU was stinkier than um stinkier than we gave them credit for being but you know we just kind of came out there and ran their ass over that's that's really all it came down to that we won the line of scrimmage on the offensive side of the ball like our offensive line somehow like found that deep down inside they listened to that pep talk in the locker room from that one player that never plays about how they just got to stick together and they they listened to that shit and they <laughs> ran over lsu and um connor Weigman's just he just kind of did what he does. He he managed the game well. I think he started off the game like seven for seven because we start off really, really well with scripted plays and stuff and we're setting him up for success. We ran the ball well. Devin A. Chain had like 200 yards or something like that. Like, you know, again, he, like
3: A. Chain had the fourth most yards in the in, in the SEC game in the past 25 <laughs> years, third most yards, rushing yards in an SEC game in the past 25 years with 215 rushing yards. And he almost didn't play. Like he almost didn't play yeah, in this game. And,
2: yeah. Well, and and you know, and, and the thing is, is that like we talked about this before, but it was a it was a game that Jimbo game plan for. It was a game that he knew he couldn't just go run out, run the offense. He had the game plan for him. So you saw, you saw us do things like you saw us counting the numbers on one side of the field, being like, all right, we know that no, we know that LSU's got fewer numbers on this side of the field. That's something that they do. That's part of their scheme. And so you run to that side of the field. You're getting a chain to the open space instead of running a dude who's. 5'9", 175, in the middle of the tackles, you're getting him out to space. You're doing that stuff. You know, like they kind of, what I was pretty impressed by was they, I don't know if maybe it was out of spite, but they kind of neutralized Harold Perkins by just running right at him. They just, they literally just ran that dude over at one point in time. Um, A-Chain and Devin Price, just, they stiff-armed that dude into the dirt. It was crazy to see. Um, Especially so are you telling that,
5: me that Harold Perkins is very overrated? Because that's the kind of energy I, I want you to bring to this. He
2: did no, get hurt no, in this not, game, it, I think he came back, he, but he did get hurt for a while because he was yeah, soft. He, got, he got hurt early. He just soft. got ran over, like, he just yeah. he had I think he ended up with one tackle for the game. Um, wow, that's not a, a superstar. Yeah,
5: yeah. Team. He needs team. To I with. thought he was
2: gonna dominate Ugh. this game. Oh, oh I thought so too. Like, I thought he, we, he, I thought he was just gonna like line up and just have us like. You know, not knowing where to block, but we lined up and ran right at him, and it worked. And uh, yeah, it was crazy. It was, it was a, um, it was a fun game. You know, it was, like I said, like Jimbo can, he can pick and choose his games where he wants to play and he wants to coach his ass off, and he, he he happened to pick that game, so that was good. It was, it was a. Oh, she was so fraudulent. Nice way to, way to end a shitty season, man. This
3: is the second week in a row that a SEC team is basically well. Tennessee was basically walking into a playoff spot, whereas LSU still had to go beat Georgia, which probably wasn't going to happen anyway. But number five team in the country, (laughs) and you go down to Texas A&M, the stadium was packed, although when the game started, the stadium wasn't packed. And I was like, oh, shit, it's happening again. But the stadium ended up being packed. And I was really impressed with Wagman, but I was more impressed with Moose Muhammad, man. He was going crazy. Yeah, Yeah, he was. He was going
2: crazy. The dude is good, man. And, like, what's crazy is that, like, the way we run, the way that we do our uh, our rotations on on the the team, the way Jimbo's offense is set up, right? The wide receiver positions are so damn complicated, right? They're so complicated that there's no cross training across the board because you got to know exactly what you're doing at that particular spot. And Moose sat behind Anaya Smith for the longest time, like last year. I think there was one game, I think it was New Mexico or something like that, where Moose got in there and he was making plays, but he's sitting behind Anaya. You're not going to bench Anaya for Moose Mohammed Moose at that point in time. And IS gets hurt, and then Moose is out there just doing stuff, man. The kid's just bonkers. He's just really, really, really good. And you'll notice, you know, somebody pointed this out on Twitter. So, somebody, somebody pointed this out, like, so after that entire Auburn incident, he hasn't worn sleeves. So that's the first piece of it. But somebody pointed out that, that Moose uh, and hail that game. I know, right? The, but somebody pointed out that the LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels, I guess he the he fumbled <laughs> the ball. What did he have on? He had and all his sleeves, on. sleeves yep. man. So maybe, maybe, maybe there's a little bit of there's a kernel of truth to what was going on there. So <laughs> yeah, it was a it was it was a fun game to to end the year on. It was a nice little palate cleanser for the shit sandwich we've eaten all year.
3: We've been telling y'all on this podcast that Brian Kelly is a fraud, and he looked out of sorts. LSU, it's not even like LSU. There was like the, the guys weren't playing hard. They were playing hard. Aggie was just better. And they could—they had no answer for Weigman. They once they, you know, you, I always say you can't let a team be multiple. That's the worst thing that you can do. I was watching uh uh, Penn State this weekend, and you cannot let a team do everything. You can't let Why them run you the ball Penn well. Because uh, I was, like, was at home this on my, Did you lose dad your remote? And, my dad very is a good. Penn State fan, and I was home for the <laughs> holiday. Uh, by the way, Franklin, another ten-win season. Um, but uh, you you can't let a team do everything. And to get to another game, somebody who did not get that message, Ohio State let Michigan do literally everything. Michigan ran the ball. Michigan passed the ball. I think they had five plays of 45 yards or longer. I think they had three plays of 70 yards or longer, even though they haven't had any of those all season. Ohio State scored three points in the second half. They got the doors blown off of them at home in front of the hose. Uh y'all said this game was going to be boring. I don't I think it was very different than that. It was very I explosive. I was about to
5: get to that point. It was I a different boring from the account and I will take credit for this. I tweeted that this is exactly what we're talking about how boring it was, which in the first half to my credit, it was a very boring game. And boring then they game. decided to let all hell break loose.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was crazy about that game is, is how like I'm used to seeing Ohio State just be straight up more physical than Michigan you know I yep. think that that was a big like this time Michigan just bully balled them man like Michigan just mm-hmm. seemed bigger faster stronger tougher than what Ohio State was putting out there and, and I think it is a I saw this thing on, I was on a you know the next day because A M and won I was like I'm in the mood for schadenfreude let's go look at some some message boards the teams that lost and so I went to sicko. you know I went to a, <laughs> he's a sicko, a hey, sicko. I can't, I <laughs> I get very little, I get very few opportunities this year, man. Very few opportunities. So I went to Michigan's website and they were, you know, there was somebody, one of their mods went out on a rant and basically said that Ryan Day is their version of John Cooper back in the day. And he's a guy that's going to get you some good records, but he's never going to get you over the top. And, man, you know, two straight losses to Michigan. You can't do that at Ohio State. Can't do that. And the crazy thing and is,
5: like, was a few, I a few weeks ago, that.
2: Yeah, like those Ohio
4: State fans a few weeks ago were telling us that, like, it was coming because Ryan Day's play calling. And that aged very, very well. And And extremely well. offense
5: is the most simple, nasty, like, literally, all of us could be C.J. Stroud right now. You literally throw the ball five yards and let a guy go do something. I never saw them attack. I never saw anything. I see why Quinn went there. He probably should have stayed his ass there because – we all could be the quarterback there. Yeah, it, you know, I am his, not impressed with completions him. Completions built into him. that.
4: Yeah. So I saw the I saw a tweet that Ryan Day now has as many losses to Michigan in two seasons as Jim Trestle, Luke Fickle, and Urban Meyer had in eighteen
2: combined.
5: That's insane. <laughs> yeah, he might have. And to that was
2: crazy. And what's crazy too is that Luke Fickle just took that a uh, Wisconsin gig. And I'm sure that, like, if they thought that they were going to be having a little ejector seat for Ryan Day, I'm sure Luke Fickle would have been kind of their go-to. But he, he ain't leaving Wisconsin now to go back to Ohio State. You know, no. that's a they're an interesting it, spot right now.
3: No, the, you just call Urban back. I'm going to read. Uh, Ryan Day has had likely first-round picks and actual first-round picks. Justin Fields, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, C.J. Stroud, Jackson Smith, and, and Joe Marvin Harrison Jr., Trayvon Henderson, Chase Young, and Jeff Akuda. and he has one playoff win in a national and no national titles to show for it. Maybe nobody is doing less with more. Obviously, he's okay. winning a lot of games. but
5: You can't say that. Go look at Alabama's roster and LSU's roster. like They're playing loaded teams, too. Like Fans are so greedy, and I want other you, teams That's to a horrible struggle. comparison.
3: One, Alabama it, has no, actual uh, success. They've actually look at have, like, they've won big games. Well, like, LSU's they, they, they title won team. A,
2: but who's, who's Ohio State playing though on a weekly basis? Like Bama, LSU, like you know, like they're playing That's, they're playing that, good teams on a weekly but basis. When they get Who's, into the who's Ohio State playing on a weekly basis? Maryland exactly. Wisconsin been shitty for a while. Exactly. Exactly. But Iowa. You know, when they get in the
5: playoffs, they're still running into talent buzzsaws just like them. So I can't fault yeah. that one. I can't ride with that one.
3: It's it's so, interesting because it's it, obviously it's not their fault that the conference It's not good. And for a while, even Michigan was bad. So they really weren't playing anyone in conference. But they got to get that out-of-conference schedule together. And I know they played Oregon last year, which didn't turn out very well because uh, he uh, he lost that game. Like, they lost the game to Oregon as well, which wasn't a great loss. But when you play nobody out-of-conference, when you set up your schedule in a way that you have one game that you're putting it all on, and it happens to be called The Game, and everyone's going to be watching it, and both those teams are undefeated, when you are at home and you get smacked in the way that they did, and give up so many massive plays in the way that they did, you basically have no chance of getting to the playoff, even though you're sitting at eleven and one, because of the way the divisions work in the Big Ten, and because of the fact that you played literally nobody. Now you go from a playoff team to uh, an also ran just because you got smacked around like that. It's just not a it's not conductive to having a
2: a couple losses and still making the playoffs. You just can't do it when you have that kind of schedule. So is Ryan Day at Ohio State similar to Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma?
4: Oh
0: yeah. No, Lincoln Riley was smart enough to get the fuck out of town when they started. (laughs) So
2: no, no, and so like that's that's the thing that I'm talking about right now. Like if they like they're begging for Ryan Day to go. And granted, they had a hell of a lot more success before Ryan Day got there, so they're at a different place than what OU was at. Maybe not because Stoops. I mean, you could say the same same fucking thing, Stoops. Transitioning it the uh, transitioning it over to Riley and Urban transitioning it yeah. over to Ryan Day, like I, 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 I you know I'm now starting to think is, about Blas' perspective that you're ten and two, like you don't want to get too greedy now, you know exactly. like. And it'll I, be I think like the only hard thing
5: with Ohio State compared to Oklahoma, like Riley wasn't getting the same recruits. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's the one that's hard true. thing is I, no, I that's started, you started to there towards the end. You want.
4: Yeah, yeah Ohio dudes. State. it's like it kind of does, you know, like we say, it's not their fault that the conference is what it is, but it's almost directly their fault that they have the stranglehold that they do and why everybody goes there. So it kind of is their fault. The conference sucks.
0: (laughs) I mean, you're right. Like they are definitely the second best team in their division. And if USC shits the bed, like they're going to be in the playoff, you know, like it's it's crazy. It's it's also we should. also got to put them
4: in. You got to put them in over Bama with two losses. Yeah, got I, it. I, you got, got to. Be- Ohio state the best loss of the whole season. The, cle- the, clearest, indictment, the clearest indictment The that Bama Dynasty is dead. This is the worst SEC I've ever <laughs> seen in my life, and they should have lost like four games. <laughs> they got two L's. Nah, it's, you can't put them in the playoff, man. And, well, and Ohio State a, points regardless. Like, they do have the best loss in the country. Well, since we're on to the SEC, Pablo, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> what's up
0: man yeah the
4: iron Bowl was tough like we had we had uh that was a fun game we ran for we had three different guys go over 100 yards rushing that was cool um it was the this this
5: in the fourth quarter when the backups for alabama were in <laughs> no,
4: they weren't up by that much yet yet so <laughs> so we had uh that was the first time in program history that we had three consecutive games with two plus guys go over 100 yards in three straight games do y'all know So how many- that just goes to show you how nasty it was that all it took was just getting Harson out of the fucking way to run the ball and actually look competent and all that. Like it's, it's sickening.
0: Well, with Harson out of the way, you bring up a good point. <laughs> what do you, what do you, how Beated are we up. feeling? There how are we was. feeling about off the field stuff over there at Auburn? Where are you at?
4: Oh, nothing's happened yet.
0: Everything's oh clean
4: at Auburn, so oh you know God. nothing's happening over here. He's redeemed. Well, yeah. well,
3: we know Lane Kiffin won't be coming because he signed an extension with Ole Miss. So there was the Okie Do. So Hugh, there.
4: so Hugh Freeze does like to wear hats and t'sh. We know you like to wear the hats. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, string, string, and and um blah. Like Hugh Freeze probably voted for Trump too. <laughs> and Evan, I oh, mean, brother. You and, you and, you and Freeze have a lot of connections, you know, Ugh. when it comes to Ian McCall. So, you know, the former Baylor AD with Art Brawler. This is there, nasty. This is disgusting. So are, if y'all want to throw some stones from your look, glass-ass houses, go ahead so, and
2: do it, bro. Hey, this, I said this yo, in the so, group chat earlier. This is so
4: nasty. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, here's oh, the thing. Shit. If you're going to hire somebody who is terrible – <laughs> and I, I mean like if you're gonna hire somebody like that, just say, you know what, fuck you, we're hiring this man. We're not gonna make any excuses about it. We're like right. I wish like I guess what what I don't like is like the hoops that the hoops that college football teams jump through in order to make the hire seem they basically gaslight this shit out of fans, being like, No, we went through and vetted this guy, he's a change man, it's all fine. I saw a video, like a minute and a half long video about like from some, I guess, Auburn media personality type about how Auburn only wins with integrity and this that and like no like it's okay like you know yeah. again a lot of oh, people I can't stand the shit. yeah I a, can't. a lot of people have been trying to get I mean it's fine Hugh Freeze coming back to the SEC was an inevitability it was gonna happen right but like just call it for what it is, you know. Just, just call it because he recruited well at Ole Miss. He went ten and three at Ole Miss one year. He beat Alabama a couple times. Call that for what it is, be like, you know what? He's an he is kind of a dick off field, and he's got some sketchy things about kind him. Kind of we're going to do our best to manage that shit, you know, instead of trying to like be like, well, we, we, we vetted him and he's repented and he's, you know, all this other nonsense. Like, don't do that. Just don't lie to me about it. Just tell me why you're hiring the guy. You know,
3: the, the Auburn AD did the opposite of that. He took no questions at the introductory press conference. He said, fuck that. I'm not answering any questions. So, yeah. He's that like, y'all can he knows handle, he's gonna can, have to y'all can live.
4: Yes, he does the advocate here. So oh, we, brother. we, they hired a PR firm. And so, I mean, it's a very like, Rather than answer the questions, it's much better to just have everybody say, Oh, well, huh, huh, huh. they didn't answer any questions. Like, because then that would have just overshined like the announcement in the first place. Like, that's a very elementary PR move. Like, they will answer the questions, they'll get to that. Yeah.
3: Hugh Freeze awesome. was a 28-point favorite this weekend, and they ended up losing the uh, game he was two feet out the door. We already know that oh, he was already by 35 the points. And Liberty lost the last three games of the season. I had to play and the Hugh Freeze has a losing games. record in the SEC. Before you even get to the off-the-field stuff, this is an extremely nasty hire. And we don't even have to talk about the escorts or the sexual assault victims because this man is nasty. This is an extremely nasty hire. I'm very disappointed in Auburn. But no, I can't so, say that I'm surprised. So I Will anybody
5: care if Auburn wins? No. No. No, That's not, not,
2: not a his pick.
4: But- yeah, well, why do you thing think thing
3: they're with, gonna win? What 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 makes this they're think gonna that?
4: have to? He, he uh, so very okay, well. I very well I'll get I mean, to that. Yeah, is I'll get half to that. It. So there, there's a couple things that do hypothetically make this work. Like I I had we had an Auburn podcast we recorded last night, and I've been getting killed for it on the internet all day today because I was very critical of the hire. And it wasn't so much even like you said, it, it wasn't even so much just the off-the-field stuff, which then added into the on-field, it's like, how the hell do you land here? Like, if you want to be a top 15 job in this sport, how in the hell do you go to the guy that's the sitting coach at Liberty that nobody wants that was banished from Ole Miss? Like, that's a a crazy thing to me to do, like, rather than – hire an established guy that's a respectable hire than have to jump through all these hoops and do all this stuff and subject this fan base and this program and this institution to all this fucking slander unnecessarily when you didn't have to do it. Like you willingly did this to yourself. And so, but the thing is, it's very clear. Like there were a couple people at Auburn that are the ones writing the checks, which it, it came full circle. Like they're the ones that wanted him in there. And so it was very clear from the get-go that was, that was their guy and who they wanted. Um, so the Lane Kiffin thing, I think they had definitely had quotes, air quotes, alignment. You know that that Lane was fine. They had the you know the money to throw at him, and you know he got talked into staying at Ole Miss for the extension and the family reasons and all this. But now that they have their guy, one big reason why it will work is because the multimillionaires that are paying him mm-hmm. are also going to be the ones funding this NIL to yep. make sure he is successful, and. Yep. There is no doubt in my mind. There will be a few recruits that we're about to snag that we would have not have gotten about two weeks ago. Now, yep. obviously, that's stinky, <laughs> and freezes is pretty. I've been very critical of that on the timeline, and I'm not about to, you know, smooth that over by any means to to deflect. But that we will recruit well, and I think we will be fine. And to tie into previous slander points. He was doing that shit at Ole Miss. Of course, he was left less than five hundred.
3: So what? <laughs> <laughs> what is Pablo, your what I... is your feeling of what the is what's the split of the fan base? Are most people unhappy with the hire? Are most people happy with the hire? And you're just a minority in terms of uh, how vocal you've been. Say, what, what's that
1: look
4: like? I wouldn't say minority. I mean it's it's been pretty polarizing. Like it it seems like a fair distribution of some people are indifferent. Some people view certain things to be more important than others on either side of that. You know what I mean? And then like certain people can make excuses, but it's, it's pretty split, man. Like it's a, it's a full-blown civil war going on around here right now. Over Hugh
0: Freeze. Exactly. Civil war,
4: damn eagle. Right. So it's like you, you're, that's the thing. It's like you're making the, that's, all of this happen. That's the pod for title Hugh right there. Freeze, man. <laughs> you are doing that for Hugh Freeze, which is, it blows my mind that like, that's that's where it landed man uh right, I, have be, I have
5: two points i want to try to talk us through all right my one thing is i do kind of feel like hugh freeze i I know he's a piece of shit but i am more lenient on people in the sense that they can redeem themselves possibly we'll see what his behavior looks oh, like but goddamn I'll, brother i'm just saying they can you you never know but College football fans care about one thing. It's winning. We were ready to sell our soul for urban fucking Meyer. Like, I mean, he's not that much less sleazy than Hugh Freeze, to be no, quite he's honest. More
3: sleazy than Hugh Freeze, he's and we <laughs> absolutely more minutes. sleazy <laughs> than Hugh Freeze.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but he won championships, though. But he's <laughs> also won yeah, championships. yeah still whoring himself <laughs> yeah, out yes. for Urban Meyer. Next Listen, thing. he's not it
0: ain't like it, the level. That just Hugh never worth it, I promise. He is Bro, at the higher level. Like fan.
4: Urban is currently an NFL coach and was it banished to the mountains of Virginia to coach this small, like I won't say small school. Um, Urban is no longer
3: an NFL coach, brother. He got five. From the Jaguars, we they have fired fire him. His finger, up but every works team rocks. would take him.
5: Every, most, <laughs> well, as of this year. He was an NFL coach. Yes, uh, All right, here's my I just want to make sure though. somebody said this, and I feel like it was a a point that again playing devil's advocate. They said now with the new college football setup with NIL. They feel yep. like coaches and programs shouldn't be there so much as the nurturing and calling yep. of growing these kids. Like it's now whatever yep. decision you make, that's on you. So it's not no more You're, of the coaches, your role model and father figure. It's like, no, this is a business you win. So yep. what's y'all's thoughts on that? Cause
4: I feel so, like that is. A, I think that's some bullshit. Point. So <laughs> the thing with that, that, the thing with that is with Hugh though, that's, like they do think that they can win, but they think he can be that guy that you're describing being away from. Like, and because of what we just came away from, because he is the exact opposite of Harson, which is another reason why this landed here. He, he is. I mean, he's a he's he is a the opposite because Harson wasn't having an hand, affair. He's going to go uh, allegedly, allegedly. But, but I'm saying, as far as personality goes, Harson is like dry, cold. Yeah, not going to rub elbows. Not going to do the handshaking. Not going to go speak in front of people. And like. Do all the PR stuff. Hugh is going to be the evangelical like righteous gemstone. Like he's going to do all those things. You don't want that. So, probably, a point of clarification.
2: <laughs> a point of clarification was Hugh Freeze called like, and I, I'm I'm asking this genuinely to to to, to wonder. Yeah, was I've Hugh already Freeze looked into in, all this stuff now. Was he calling good. escorts
3: for himself or for recruits? There were thirteen calls. I think he was doing it for the recruits. There were a lot of calls, bro. Okay, no, so it was for that's it was like, so,
2: I mean, no. no,
4: so that I mean, I so
2: was that he was just trying to go get. He was just
4: trying no, so to
2: the, get, you know, like. I mean, obviously, I'm it's not going to judge anybody for that. We don't look down on sex workers in this on this pod. Like, I'm not, you know, right. I'm not going to judge. Him. That's He's right. Going to do what he used to do. You know, they Like, work. I didn't know one of the two, which one of the two he was doing it for. No. So that's why
4: he and that's why he came out publicly and apologized to his wife for the affair. So allegedly, that's where those calls were going to. Um, oh, and why was different. he using
2: his work phone? So he had.
4: He so they were in affairs, horny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had an affair, like public apology to his wife, all that kind of stuff. OK. Got it.
5: That's a little different, y'all.
3: It has been yeah. a very interesting time at Auburn when they tried to place a cheating scandal on the last coach. It did not work, and now they hired you fucking. No, please. I know that's the that that's doesn't the thing. make
4: any sense. An actual affair, yeah, but it's but it's not their guy. This is their guy. So you're yeah, it's it, with money it, it for sure. You make it work, and so and the thing with the the DMs. Now this is going to sound terrible because I don't at all mean. Please don't get me wrong. I don't are mean to the are you about to get canceled? Sure I'm not can about go. to get canceled. Oh, but it's you know, always possible That's being that's being a little bit misrepresented as in like he had something to do with the sexual assault of someone and like, correct, uh, and like was meddling in investigation. And it's none of that. Like he was now you can you can get on the grounds of harassment for unsolicited DMs, but he sent these like three DMs. You can go read them and Google them right now. But he was basically saying the AD is a good guy, blah blah blah, good Christian man, biggest man of faith that I know. You don't know anything about our program. I would be happy to, you know, have a conversation with you to, you know, illuminate. You don't want this a stuff. man of
3: faith at the top of the program, trust me.
0: You, you don't want Ian McCall at the top of the program. <laughs> yeah, so here, exactly. here's the quite like, So going to bat for
4: Ian
2: McCall is the bigger thing. To me than than jumping in some DMs.
4: That's crazy. Like
2: here's the crazy thing about. But that's not where did, the criticism like, comes in. How did Ian McCaw get off scot-free and get hired versus Art Bryles had to go to Italy to coach?
4: Great fucking for- Art Bryles, it's crazy. Y'all. Art Bryles was the fall guy. Kendall too, dude. It is I mean, Kendall crazy. was just but bouncing Kendall's around and Jeff what?
2: Lebby's at OU, like all these. are still, still, still at Arkansas. Around.
4: It won't surprise dude, me if Kendall you know, comes to Auburn now.
0: <laughs> it's crazy, y'all. I'm I'm the biggest like fuck Bryles, fuck all them. I'm not holding water for any of them bums. But it is bananas that his whole staff has been hired multiple times. TCU yeah, is successful yeah. right now because of the former Baylor strength coach. They attribute their success yep. to him. Kaz
4: but I mean, yep. you got to think from an organiz- organizational structure and even in like corporate America, you're not going to have mid-level managers taking falls for guys that are a subordinate to another guy, even Shit. if they're in that powerless position. So Most what about
0: his son or his Most son-in-law?
4: What about those guys? Yeah, I mean, you can't say that they didn't know about it. I would assume they knew about it, but it's oh, yeah. you, you rarely ever see those heads roll. Like, they am so place.
5: surprised he hasn't been hired again. I'm honest. And what's
4: no, it, Liberty it has a job fast, opening, no, brother. It's about no, to
2: happen. Ian McCall came out and said he's like, no, Art Bryles will not be considered for this position. Yeah. So even Ian McCall will not hire by Art Bryles. <laughs> like, that's crazy. So maybe there's more art that
5: we don't know. Maybe he really, really has like elite demons in his closet.
0: I know I what I think it is is they they have pinned all of the sins of sexual assault scandals under him, and he deserves most of it. But everyone else is it's crazy. Phil Bennett was in a was a defensive coordinator the next season. It's nasty, it's all gross, and either they all should have jobs or none of them should, and I don't think any of them should get them all the fuck out of my community.
3: Let me run. I'll run down a couple other head coaching happenings. We talked about Fickle. Wisconsin hired him. I think that's a slam dunk hire. Ohio that's State fans hire. are very sad because they realized that he was probably the hire and Ryan Day maybe wasn't the hire. Uh, Nebraska hired Rule, which we are all, I think we said that in the first or second week of this podcast. Yeah, we were throwing perfect his name spot. around. Yeah. We
4: perfect said it the first
0: spot. week of the NFL. Yeah, we knew, like we knew yeah, before we knew he was going to get fired
4: yep. and he was going to go to Nebraska <laughs> and he was going to go to Nebraska. Right. Check
3: the Nebraska job. Uh David Shaw. We've talked about him on this podcast, too. I never thought this would happen, but he stepped wow, wow. down. He he he, he left. That
5: uh, man was, uh, can we hold on for David Shaw for a minute? That man was not having fun. Did y'all see what he said? <laughs> what did he say? I'm probably lying, so this isn't a direct quote. But he was kind of, he was like, he thought about it. He went back. He saw his family. He was just like, I just can't do this anymore. He said he was in meetings. He wasn't paying attention. Like, this is like nasty. seriously. Hey, good for he, him, man. He literally yeah, said he just wasn't so focused. Man. He just yeah. couldn't Maturity. do
0: it. Well, that's what's crazy. You know, All these coaches have fuck you money.
2: Ain't no need to go out yeah, gracious. No to, just yeah. say yeah. you get bored. Yeah. That's yeah. a real one. Yeah. What's crazy about David... One. What's what's crazy about David Shaw is that like so his last four seasons he won four games four games three games and three games pretty bad his (laughs) overall record is still ninety his still his overall record still ninety six and fifty four like you Uh, think about how good those first that's crazy crazy, right he went eleven wins twelve wins eleven wins eight that's a whole recruiting cycle with like (laughs) ten wins combined (laughs) but (laughs) Stanford they
5: already have the academic issues to make it hard to get the good kids I mean you're you're not going to turn that around. Yeah, and I then with the around. portal the portal changed yep. everything anymore because now you can't do a nil he talked about it i think one of the things he talked about because i think he's gonna be in some type of advisor type role it's just yeah that program AD can't kind of succeed thing. without some changes to how they operate how they do things because even yep. transfer kids can't even get there like if you transfer yeah. you you already didn't have the grades probably to go there and now you bullshit around in some random yeah. class that <laughs> some bullshit major and now you can't get into stanford so i mean they they're at the a severe yeah. disadvantage. I think that's yeah. kind of what played. You got to wonder
2: at this point, too, how serious Stanford's going to be about football moving forward. You know, they might just be like, you know what? It was a good run. I think we're, yeah. I think we're good. You know, we I think too. we're okay being, you we know, being, some ashamed, fun. being, we're all right. We're good, yeah. man. We're not going to put a lot of money into it. We'll, it'll be fine. You know, yeah, Andrew Love. Uh, I'd be curious to see how they do Don't stuff. No way. Scootin do y'all know me. any Stanford fans? I do. Yes.
3: One of my good friends is a Stanford fan, actually. Okay,
5: Tiger Woods. He's also my good friend. That's <laughs> you know a good friend. <laughs> uh, I got some I, breaking news for y'all uh,
2: okay. that just broke. Uh, Did
5: Aggie hit the portal, please? No, uh, there's
3: been Damn. plenty of that, but no, that's. Not hey, the we, news.
2: we can compare numbers. Yeah, i right all about to now, say we y'all, can y'all can don't compare need to talk about
4: portal exits.
2: Yeah, take <laughs> a breath right now. Apparently, Jim,
4: really
3: Apparently, Jimbo Fisher had an offensive coordinator. I learned that because he fired him. I didn't know that he existed, but he got fired. <laughs> oh right? Mr.
2: Man, that guy had the best job in the world. He got paid a million dollars to just you know be on field coach to sit up in the press box, call, you know, just hang out. That dude was living the day I've life, never man.
5: seen him until that press room. Me neither. Like, Who the hell is this man? How
3: did you, yeah. how do you think you felt all year when the whole, every since App State, everybody's been saying, see, Jimbo needs an offensive coordinator and you are no, Jimbo's no, offensive no, coordinator? No,
2: no, <laughs> no, So here's the thing like, everybody, you know, everybody on the message boards too is just like, well, what the fuck is Dickie doing? Why can't Dickey just call, man, Dickey wasn't hired to call plays. He, yeah, he does he probably have to plays. do that. Yeah. He right. came from Memphis and he was working, you know, that was under Mike Norvell and Justin Fuente. Like, He's never been – I can't remember the I don't even know when the last time he called plays was. And so you're bitching at Dickie saying, why can't Dickie call plays? They might as well have me call plays, man. Like, he doesn't call plays. Like, <laughs> don't, don't 50
5: cent meme blame was, it like, on him. Yeah, fuck me. I know that's how Dickie <laughs> you say, was fuck when me. he saw yeah, the yeah. press release.
2: <laughs> like, what? I'm fired. <laughs> you what? know, so, I, you know, I think that <laughs> – the the plan originally, I had heard that the plan was last year for Dickey to retire and move on and you know just reshuffle the staff a little bit and stuff. And I think that this was just kind of the bottom fell out this year and we hit rock bottom. And so, you well, know, and it's like we talked about they were going to happen
4: earlier in the season. It's he almost was guaranteed to go because we said he was going to hire a play caller if he was going to extend his tenure at A Yeah, because yeah, that so buys that, you a that, couple that years. Seat was going to be knew, open anyway. Yeah, we knew Dickey wasn't the play caller, so he no. had to go. Yeah, he is, is definitely but,
5: gonna hire a random man and definitely not let him call plays either. So he God had bless. a random man that wasn't calling plays. Strange. This is gonna be two points. So,
4: I haven't. I haven't really read much into it. So like, who are? I mean, do you know any like names on a hot I, board or anything? Y'all Are kind of strength. going Don't after? Don't give us
5: real names. Don't too. hire like, grunts, I heard somebody say Cliff Yeah,
2: leave him alone. So, so I mean, I think that like, I think that the question comes down to, you're right. Like. Mm. Y- in order to attract a high quality play caller, they got to have some level of trust that Jimbo's not going to be like, "Hey, buddy, give me the damn play. I, I need the I need those seventy five PDFs. <laughs> give Give me the seventy five PDFs and let me juggle those on the sidelines because I'm taking that shit back. So you're not going to get anybody unless they can feel confident that they legitimately are going to be the play caller. So that's the first part of it. The second part of it is, you know. This is who Jimbo's been. He this is he's who he's been as a head coach his entire career. So you can't just remove him from the equation altogether. It's got to be somebody who he can work with because he's still going to want to be involved in game planning, even if he's not involved in play calling. Yep. So there's got to be some personality mesh, which is why, like, you know, I love the thought of hiring an established play caller like you know like Grimes or Longo or something like that. But that person's got to be open to Jimbo wanting to put in input and wanting to make sure that his voice is heard through the process. Yeah. You know. So I mean I think that the easy thing would be to go with an out of the box kind of a guy like Longo or even Grimes would solve a lot of issues because he's got our he's got an offensive Yuck. lineman background and we you know like hey whatever I'll, anything's better than what we got right now you know there's another possibility that we you know, maybe he hires a, a somebody who's trying to take a step up from a from a position coach to a coordinator title to to you know work a, to call an offense underneath Jimbo I, I really. I have no idea which direction this is going to go. I, I really – I got no clue. How much no is, damn clue uh, what's going to happen. How much is Riley making at TCU? <clears throat> He's not really not making that much. But that's the question too. Like Riley, like, you know, the thing with Riley is right now what Riley does is so far out of Jimbo's wheelhouse. Right, that's what so I was to it, say. Grimes you know, would be a natural come,
4: segue, honestly. Like, it's a, you know, it's still that fit and system. Like, that would make sense Yeah, with better talent you know, and, than it, shaping.
2: It, it would – you know, it makes sense. It's a low and, bar. It, 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 it but makes sense it. there. But, but you're clearing it. You know, I think that's the issue. I don't know what makes sense because I really don't know what, you know, I I don't know what this is going to look like. And I don't necessarily know how, like, here's Chad the thing. Chad Morris, like, I mean, we
4: had a good run with Chad oh, Morris fuck at that, Auburn. man.
2: Fuck Chad. No, no, we we want no part of Chad, dude. We want I'm just no. Totally no part kidding. Of he I'm, was a fucking. I'm sure he's a. Out. I'm sure he is a lovely man, but no, thank you on Chad Morris. Like you dude, said, um, if
4: you if you don't have that trust, though, that's the kind of guy you'll end up with because Gus brought him yeah, in as sure. a friend, it was like that's the yeah. only one he would relinquish that control to. Yep. But the, so
2: so I, never I, could could to get a The big thing recording. is like, We'll learn a lot about that. I also think we'll learn a lot, like with all of these hires that are being made. One thing that I feel kind of good about right now is that we're not seeing now that dickey has been fired we're not seeing like other coaches get fired yet yeah, you know because whoever's gonna that. you don't know, you know whoever's gonna really. make the decision on the offensive line coach whoever's gonna make the decision on like you uh, know those scheme type of positions they yeah. have to be hired by the the offensive coordinator right now jimbo doesn't know what the hell he wants from an offensive line coach we've had this is our yeah third offensive line coach in five years man like we don't know what we want out of it He because he doesn't all he knows is that he wants something to work and so it'll be interesting to see the dominoes fall because i feel fairly confident that our offensive line coach is going to be gone um so you know we'll see what happens man we'll see what happens we i else, do love yeah. a good coaching search so i'm pretty stoked about it yeah they're you know? fun until they're not yeah <laughs> that's true <In> true. <laughs>
3: We also heard from uh, Dion came out this weekend and said he was actually offered the Colorado head coaching job, and that wasn't the only job he got offered. Uh, and I'm glad he didn't take the Colorado job because let me tell you right now, that's a dead end job, and Dion shouldn't be taking a job. It's like too that. cold
5: for black people. He's, honestly, what a crazy that's the biggest fit, thing. Honestly, like I hate that crazy feel. fit like, out there. I hate
0: there. it. I hate it. You, you don't think he's just trying to inflate future Dion's contract? Which, like, good I on just, him for doing that.
4: Yeah, yes, I think because, because if you're be, Colorado. I think it advantages you more to announce that to elevate your position as opposed to Dion saying it for mm-hmm. his own sake. Like,
2: yeah. like Dion, when I think he's Colorado, angling for himself. When did Colorado become a dead end job, man? Like, they used to be the when shit. They left the bit twelve. Rashawn's- you know, Rashawn right like, Stewart won the Heisman in like back in the 90s, years like, ago. you know, Cordell Stewart, like, <laughs> yep. I remember, like, and we talked about on the pod, I remember when the Big 12 started, like, everybody was talking about how the power was in the North, because they had Nebraska, Colorado, K-State, all that those other teams up yeah. there, Crazy, and, like, man. now Colorado's a dead-end job, that's so weird well, how that it's worked similar. out that
3: way. Colorado got Nebraska, like, the point blank period, yeah. like, nobody wants to go live out there, and they haven't really had anything going on. I'm glad that he's not taking that I, job. I actually do have some breaking news. This is actually real. Apparently, oh. UAB is about to hire Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer,
5: yes, yeah. like Dilfer, <laughs> that yeah. Super Bowl winner Super, Bowl winner, Super Bowl winner
4: Trent Dilfer, about to be Rucker. UAB has about been to a road really good. Program, I'm gonna go have a beer. It with really you. has. UAB UAB's is, a is a good program. job. UAB, 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 UAB is a even good know job. They've invested a, they they've invested a lot. They just built that new stadium. They got a new football facility. It's right there downtown. Like they've put a lot into it. Yeah, not every team
3: in Alabama was able to go 500 this year. So UAB is not a bad yeah. job. Wait, who yes.
2: was the coach at UAB this year? I didn't even know that Bill Clark retired. Yeah, Clark he has left some last stuff. year, right? He, went down, he left yeah. 2021. Brian Vincent. Huh. Yep. Interim head He was the
4: guy that was on his staff. Yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't even know that Bill Clark left. It
3: looks like we are going to have a definitive Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, USC played Notre Dame this week at, at USC. Another stadium that was not full when the game started and it looked very nasty, but it did get it was full. never full. It well, that's it, it got it ended up getting full. It USC ended up was up obviously pretty playing full. for they already had their spot in the uh, uh Pac-12 championship, but obviously they were playing to keep their playoff hopes alive. And Caleb was dancing on them, boys, and I just could not stop making Johnny football comparisons in my head, just watching oh, he's insane.
2: Escape. It, it is yeah. it, it is you, so good. He's got when so you, many you boss homeless
0: tears. Then the stadium is full.
5: That's true. The Very full. The stadium is my spotty. cup
4: runneth over. <laughs> they
0: were they were happy to see those two men go. Happy. They were they were glad because they Cause don't fit. They don't. They don't. They, fit were, they were better His off. They weren't going to were be
4: soft. No. Right. Yeah. Paint their fingernails. Brit's coming. Get the in. metro metrosexual out of my uh, community. And look it at them. Obviously,
3: good on uh, you, Freeman for getting the program uh, back to yeah. back up to snuff because it started off very rocky. Oh, but, it started uh, so bad. It it. was it, You just see how demo- – and this brings me back to the Johnny thing. The thing I remember most about Johnny is that how demoralizing it is to have uh, the pass rush actually gets there. They do their job. Yeah, they have the him. guy, and it doesn't matter. Like, Caleb was just backing up. I'll just back up another 30 yards, let y'all go right by me, and then I'll just run down the field, or I'll just keep the play yep. going. I'll just look down the field, hit a 20-yard pass. And he was just dominating. He hit the Heisman pose. He's probably going to win the Heisman. Uh, they play Utah now for the Pac-12 championship because Oregon, who had a chance to clinch their spot in the Pac-12 championship, was winning 31-10 to and lost to Oregon State. Uh, and Dan Lanning did it again. That was again. crazy. Dan Lanning did again. it a fucking game. They were up three points. They were on their own 29-yard line. It was fourth and one. Bo Nix hurt his leg earlier in the game. And boat and he ran with on fourth and one. He called a QB draw with Boatniks. They did not get it. They lost the game.
4: (laughs) landing, stop doing this, bro. Stop it. Well, and apparently two weeks ago. Apparently, Dillingham was two feet out the door already, too, because that happened quick as hell. Yeah. That
3: happened super quick.
4: Yeah, Yeah. it was like next day basically. Yeah, it was like the next day he was announced over there.
1: Jeez.
3: Which I think
4: he'll do well at Arizona State, sidebar. Well,
3: well now Utah play, Now Utah plays USC in a rematch of the only game USC lost. And I yep. guess that transitions us to the, let me give you the playoff rankings, and then we can talk about that. The new playoff rankings are Georgia, who beat Georgia Tech this weekend, which isn't really a news story. Please give rid of that game. Michigan's number two. <laughs> Michigan's number two. Uh, after their big win this weekend, TCU is number three. They beat the dog shit out of Iowa State this weekend. Matt Ooh. Campbell
0: is a fraud and he stinks. So get, get him it. the fuck out of there. And now he's about to, for to go to Cincinnati. They scored like 63 points. He's leaving like for an every- in-conference team. He is going to go to Cincinnati. He needs also, to go to Cincinnati. It's, it's he
2: a, needs he a, to go to Cincinnati. Yeah. Iowa, <laughs>
0: State, Iowa State fans, I know you have sucked forever, but that doesn't mean you have to let someone who only do kind this. of sucks stick around. You Facts. can one better for yourself. Facts. You know, just because he's better than three games a season doesn't mean you should strive for five. You know, <laughs> get him the fuck uh, out of there.
3: Uh, TCU uh, 12 and 0 uh, and then USC's number four with the one loss. And like I said, they play Utah this weekend. Uh, Georgia plays LSU. LSU now is not playing for a spot in the playoffs just playing for pride in a bowl game uh and you know georgia tends to play down but i think georgia is going to turn up in that game because it is a championship game uh, and it'll michigan- be
4: 75 25 in that stadium michigan yeah. playing atlanta
3: michigan plays purdue because Iowa had <laughs> Iowa had a chance to clinch the Big yeah. Ten West on uh, Thursday or Friday, one of those days, completely so. Shit so the, <laughs> the bed, the,
4: the whole state of Iowa. Just Big Ten sucks. championship
2: <laughs> game. I love how the Big Ten championship game is Michigan versus Purdue. Purdue,
4: bro, nasty,
2: <laughs> nasty. Uh,
3: that's that game's going to be a <laughs> oh, stinker. I expect Michigan to be able to run the ball at will. Like they 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 did they ran the ball down Ohio State's throat without Blake Coram. I can only imagine what they're about to do to Purdue. Uh TCU plays Kansas State in a rematch of a game that Kansas State actually was up double digits in this game before Adrian Martinez went down and then Will Howard also went down. So I think mm-hmm. that'll be a pretty interesting game. Yeah. Uh but I want to talk about oh, and I said USC plays Utah, who they lost to once by one point. I want to know what happens this weekend if the chaos scenario happens. Obviously, oh, if no. USC loses. I should I should I should say Ohio State's number five, Bama's number six, and Tennessee's number seven. What happens if USC loses this weekend? Let's assume the top three teams are already in. Whether they lose or win, what happens if USC loses this weekend, brothers? You put Alabama in. You no, put Alabama's behind. How State. does Alabama Ohio jump State. Ohio State? You Ohio State. Ohio State.
1: Well,
3: they but they all Alabama to.
5: has played more ranked teams and has won against more ranked. They teams. lost. Ohio two State games, hasn't though. played anybody. Who gives a shit?
3: It's already too late for that argument. They already there's no way they, they can be, jump. With they beat
5: can... ranked Texas.
4: True, yeah, no, it's,
5: these... but it's too late. Though. Like like T th- said, th- there's no, yeah. already they already set, set that
4: order. Anymore. If you but make them can... jump them yeah. now, like it looks like clown shit. Yeah, they would
5: have
0: ranked you.
4: them five this week.
0: They would have ranked them five this week if they had a chance to get in. Exactly, Facts. exactly. I think, yeah. I
4: think they don't perceive them to be better, and neither one of them plays. So you you can't do that. The question becomes: I wish you could. They have to talk about the strength of
5: schedule. I would put them I'm, ahead I'm, of it. I'm it's really late, curious though. about what happens. They've already to, made
2: that decision. If, if TCU loses to K State, Ohio State beats Purdue, then you're comparing losses. Michigan beats Ohio Purdue. State, Michigan, Michigan. Yeah, you know, Michigan beats Purdue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Like, let's say let, let's say TCU loses to K State, right? Then TCU's got a loss to number ten. Ohio State only has a loss to number two. They, they got the best a re- a re- now. Team ranked now hot, you are talking you know? string. Now you are Te- talking about
3: no, know, like
4: that's the here, bro. They are bumps. No, and if you want to do this, they've already put they've already put Tennessee behind Alabama, which with the same yeah. record, and we and Tennessee won, even though it's at home and their quarterbacks out. Like there's there's like four teams that are like ranked ahead of the team directly that they be in the regular maybe. season. Like it's crazy to look at.
5: Alabama, I do not want to see any Big Ten program ever succeed. I hope Purdue wins, as a matter of fact. I do not want to see these Are oh, you, got to get you get made, not did, impressed with Michigan make, so, this weekend? They're not no. going to succeed
4: because they're going to play Georgia week one. So you're putting them at four spot. They're not going to put Bama against Georgia if Georgia wins. They won't do that. Yeah. I don't know I how you're not impressed with, with Michigan. Three.
5: Because they, Michigan they, they did that to Ohio Big State without their football. best player.
4: They did that without their best player.
5: It is not going to work against any of these teams they well, playing. Well, I will a, put this on the line. That's different calculus. Listen, that's different. Michigan is going to get packed up by any team in the playoffs if they play. That's them. not true. It's not even close. It is. A Michigan, would, it is a Michigan would beat TCU right team? now by no, twenty-one points. That is a they fucking absolutely lie. would not. Mm, you got me I fucked think up. They would. I
4: they, think would they would beat the shit out of TCU. I TCU played everybody on the schedule close. Everyone they won. They won like seven games.
5: Who did Michigan play? They played somebody close the week before this.
3: They play Rutgers close, the week before, Illinois, Indiana. like yeah. uh, so, Rutgers so, close, come on, man! Like, Does it
5: have a they, like, You can't just they slide just that get underneath.
4: the and they play out you hyped up Illinois' defense and now you're saying you're counted against Michigan? Well, we have to
5: rank them compared to other Big Ten programs. It's all you shit really you think TCU is it.
4: better than Michigan?
5: Yes, absolutely, percent I, I don't think that all. I don't think it either.
2: I don't think that I don't think that they're better than Michigan, but I don't think it would be like some blowout. When I think that TCU got it, got could it. do some TCU could do some voodoo shit, and they would be they would be a and that's a tight scheme game. wise, the easiest not, not going
5: to be able to throw on them. I love this scheme. You won't have to though; run they'll right.
4: run this shit all over them. But so the well, easiest measure. know a good team with a great running game that wasn't able Yo, to run Ohio State was go. the second team. That's true. To don't bring Texas into this, please them. don't.
0: Michigan's good. Ohio State is the
4: only no, Michigan second
0: is team to get 20 points in a game on them. They've given up seven, right. 10, Their zero, defense is
5: legit. 14, 10. And those yeah. Michigan corners. Play. Not the damn defense.
0: Those Michigan
4: corners were really getting after it in that second half, bro. They were scary. <laughs> the best measuring stick for TCU, though, is that they beat Baylor. Therefore, they're worse than Baylor. Uh
0: huh. And if you're worse than <laughs> Baylor this what year, I'm saying? you're not going to compete. Because the, the worst
4: team always wins that uh-huh. game. See, y'all, but they're worse than Popwell. Baylor. They're not as good as uh-huh. Michigan. So, uh huh. You got. We got to see. You got to do this. You want to know If a good TCU
5: team. plays anybody other than Georgia, you take TCU in the playoffs. You heard it you here got, first. You Don't wilding. forget it. They might beat TCU USC because
3: USC don't got no defense, but they damn sure not beat Michigan or Georgia. That, nah, we've
4: already seen. We've already seen the playoff committee has a precedent of not carrying any fucking water for TCU. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous,
5: and you know how it's so crazy because if Texas was You're in the same me position as TCU, out. they would have us number damn one over Georgia. Uh-huh.
0: It's undefeated
5: Texas about yeah. That.
3: God damn it! Why do and you so, send these enough. up? Blah. Why do you? Do and you're that? saying no.
5: I'm just saying, so like saying, like saying it's not fair to TCU. I hate that I'm taking up for them, but they if they do lose, damn job.
4: If they lose, you think they should still go ahead of Ohio? State? Yes, yeah. I think that they will. I
3: don't think that they should, but I think that they will because well, if they lose close, if Kansas yeah. State beats them by seventeen like 30, or
5: something like yeah, yeah. yeah like losing you a regular have a season game, losing a championship game that has to weigh more, right?
0: Yeah, but I, don't they, know. I mean Kansas State's but the top then it's, ten team. No,
3: it, well, yeah, Kansas, Kansas State's not a bad loss, so exactly. I think they would so, still get um, in. If a, a and close it's a game. championship
5: game, and they always talk about how making the championship is supposed to mean so much, blah blah blah. That's that's why I hope Kansas second. State wins
3: by twenty-one. That's what that that then we could really so, get negative. Yeah,
2: that's what I want yeah, so, for
4: sure. That's what, that's what we need. Guess, to
2: happen. What I'm wondering is, do they like, do they re-rank the teams every single week, one through like 25? Or do they yeah, go through they. and like look they at say the they trajectory do. on a weekly basis? Because if you're say re-ranking they do. the teams on a weekly basis, then you're looking at okay, K- then you're looking at a TCU team that's twelve and one with a loss to whatever number Kansas, Kansas State is. State, and you're talking right, about Ohio 10. State being whatever with a note, like but yeah, then but they you won't even be it, ten if they beat them. They're probably the bigger be picture like number perspective. Six. Then you're talking about <laughs> TCU having wins over whoever and stuff. So I guess it kind of comes down to how they rank it and why that might end up screwing over TCU because again, yeah, exactly. like they lose to Kansas State. TCU's got a loss to number whatever numbers. K exactly. State at that point of view, you know, number ten. Even though they played had the had extra game, Yeah. You know, it's,
4: it's and the it really, same way. It's the same way that Bama and Ohio State has previously snuck in. Uh-huh. Yep. Well, yep. and that's like that's the
0: grand indictment of a fourteen playoff, right? Like we, we here we are again talking same about two shit. teams who got second yep. in their division. Yep. Arguing that they should be getting into the playoff—that's
4: silly. That's bananas. Yeah. yeah. That's we need to. We need to play it on the field, and you'd be able to in a five through twelve slot on uh-huh, a campus. I can't scene.
5: wait. I think this year they should probably just do twenty and just let everybody go out there. Yeah, shit, let's do. I mean, let's oh wait, do
3: who's 40. the number twenty
4: team
5: in the nation? I don't do know who the
2: number twenty team. Oh, let's why does Texas? I think We should
5: do that. Texas <laughs> against Georgia, bitch. We're running it back.
2: <laughs> hey, hey, and, and, and you know, and, and, and if we want to, if we want to talk about this, where is uh, Penn State? Is ranked eight right now. You mm-hmm. know, Ohio State has a two touchdown win over Penn State. They do. They do. You, know, they can, do. you said they, they have make, no
3: good wins, but that's a good win. That is a good win. You know, they that's the best It's really good. That game was at Penn State, I believe. That, like, that's a great win on, on the Piper. So, it's – I don't know
2: that Penn it's State. a –
5: yeah, it's a tough one. And TC, you play preseason, like not pre-conference.
2: And, I mean, it was Nobody? the
5: first game – it Call was the right first
4: on. game of the season, but, like, uh, the Notre Dame win looked like it was going to yeah. be shitty, but it actually aged decent. It aged very yeah. well. Yep. Yeah. 21. So, yep.
5: We, Notre Dame hasn't played anybody and beat anybody worth Right, but shit I'm either. saying,
4: but Notre Dame actually, like. Notre Dame beat Syracuse, which was DC. a good win, and they beat Clemson. Like, it looked like that win. And, was and where's be Clemson
5: at right now, T? In the dirt.
3: We should talk about we Clemson. Uh, um, Clemson folks. Clemson played I this mean, week. They were they were in the playoff race, and now they are no longer in the playoff race because <coughs> Spencer Rattler did it a fucking good. Spencer
5: Rattler, uh-huh. is, Rattler is
0: him. Former is a, future number he, one pick.
3: He is the nightmare, and he is the nightmare that comes to town and ruins your season. Oklahoma let a Heisman winner go. They let a playoff coach go, and they let the dream killer go because Spencer Rattler has just killed another dream. He destroyed Clemson. Uh, Clemson went outside, and they were—they are blaming this all on DJ, who threw. I think he was eight for twenty-nine for ninety-nine yards. I think he was six, eight or maybe for
5: twenty-nine. I think he was Man. sick. <laughs> Listen, nothing brings me more joy. I didn't get the i had to watch this game while I was at Disney on Ice, and there was like two fans behind me watching it as well. But I—I—I I, I, I sent y'all the screenshots of how they were acting on Facebook. They are fucking <laughs> livid. They hate DJ. They—they—they they, they are ready to. They, they're ready to commit hate crimes. I don't know if they're trying to get rid of the islands or what they're trying to do in that racist-ass town. You see where one of their fans said, and I want to make sure everybody hear this. They said the moment they saw the Black Lives Matter marches, they knew the program was going <laughs> to be that in That is so <laughs> nasty, bro. And th- that is probably 65% of those fans believe that. Blah,
4: you typed it up, didn't you? <laughs>
5: i would like to play evidence on clips
4: but such a
5: nasty fan base i mean and somebody else posted i didn't share this but y'all don't know clips fans enough but every time they lose like the motherfuckers type up like a whole paragraph anytime <laughs> they lose and they were talking about the character of kids and how people should just be
0: grateful and it's just a game and all of this.
5: It's just a game. Then why are you writing paragraphs, bitch? Yeah, yeah that's a, that's an
0: evangelical-ass school, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> 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 that, that's the mark of a Christian-ass school right there. A fake one, at
3: least. Clemson had a 40-game home winning streak before this game happened. Uh, and it's the first time in South Carolina's school history that they've got two top 10 wins in a row. Um, the special teams was huge. That's the part that's so weird to me. Obviously, we know about the Beamer, Beamer ball with his dad. Special teams literally won this game. Like, they actually – he's keeping the brand going, and I personally think maybe it wasn't possible. But I think Beamer was the hire that Auburn was supposed to make once you had to move on from Lane. I really like this Beamer guy. He's got them playing well. I don't know how the hell he turned Spencer rather into the first-round pick that Lincoln Riley couldn't turn him into. But – uh this is a very bad loss for Clemson. They're out of the playoff rankings now. Well, they're in the rankings, but they're out of the playoff contention now. Uh, Dabo's in the dirt. We always love the Dabo pack. Fuck that guy.
5: We yeah. should look back at how Rattler was treated. Like, again, Caleb Williams is really great. But like he was struggling a little bit, but I don't think we can say that Spencer Rattler was just some like awfully ass quarterback. Like, that
3: first half against Texas, he was he was <laughs> horrible. He was pretty terrible. But that's horrible, him pressing
5: right. and him thinking he's the most elite thing on the field, which he still does. I mean, he well, threw in, they told him. in this they, game. They crazy.
3: told
0: him he was going to be number one overall pick, and then he went out scored more points. Didn't look like- he scored more points last year than they did this year. That's true. so it's mean, not even a, not even the worst Red River shootout <laughs> performance in the last two years. I mean, that's, that's true. That's
2: I, true. <laughs> <laughs> South uh, Carolina just lost their offensive coordinator, too. He went over to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Ugh. A
3: nasty. couple more games. Uh Lane Kiffin is nasty. He lost the egg bowl. That is disgusting. Losing nobody to ever State wanted him as
5: their coach, so it's fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. He
3: is a nasty coach, uh Pablo. I'm glad that you didn't end up with Lane Kiffin. He's a fraud or uh yeah, I mean is also who a wants fraud. Lane
2: Kiffin? <laughs> Lane
4: Hitting.
0: Kiffin, Lane Kiffin lost Hitting. to Baylor in 2022,
4: and they stunk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, but Lane it was at is... Ole Miss,
2: and so it's okay to struggle at Ole Miss. You know, it's front. okay that it's okay. It, it's, you expected. Know, it's, a yeah, it's expected. Different sort of situation. So you're for saying for sure.
0: Lane's two jobs away from landing at Auburn? Yeah, like
2: it's yeah, so can nasty. Be at Liberty soon
0: enough.
4: Yeah, I was about to say it's so <laughs> Ole Miss. Ole Miss is so nasty that you have to leave Ole Miss then go to Liberty just to get to Auburn. <laughs> you got to get the stink <laughs> off of you. Get the stink <laughs> off. You got to rehab the image. You got to do the whole <laughs> you gotta thing.
2: You Got to go to Liberty to get this. You got to go golfing. to Ian McCall's <laughs> exactly. summer camp, Ian McCall and Jerry
4: Falwell Jr. School, so that they can just sit back and watch you do That's your thing. You, gotta, you a guy got guy. to. Watch you got watch watch to exactly. watch a lot of tape and watch uh, you do your thing. You got to watch a lot
2: of tape. I know. Just, I, watch. Get some good film on guys and then move forward. <laughs> I know everybody on this podcast loves the
3: ACC, especially String, who's the biggest ACC honk that ACC. I know. Uh, The ACC championship game is Clemson coming off a loss to South Carolina against UNC, who I think has
0: lost three consecutive
3: games. That is their championship game. Their game was so crazy. Mack Brown has been charging
0: a spirit bomb for the last month. He's about to go crazy in this game.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Mack's going to win that game.
3: Um, What else I got? Oklahoma lost to Texas Tech. They in are overtime. in a They fucking ruled. Oklahoma ends the year 6-6, six and six, so they are going to some shitty bowl that none of us they care had about. They had a field
5: time. goal that was definitely made, but it didn't count, mm-hmm. and it was the best yeah, thing I've ever seen weird. in my life. <laughs> yeah. That and was
2: weird. Uh, what was that? Can I bring I back big brain shit? Yeah, come on. Go ahead. Yeah, like big, the big brain shit was that you, your quarterback has been injured this season, and you run like a halfback cost him in overtime. This. And he got lit up and was he got leveled. He was, who called that? And like, again, like, why do you do that? Like, why do you? That's Jeff Levy, brother. That's Jeff Levy. He He can't get you three yards when you need him. I don't. the third like,
5: possession ended up him like, having to sit out, and the other guy coming near for
2: everything about your offense relies on this quarterback to play well. Mm-hmm. And what do you do? You basically just you get him you, you, ran, you ran a fucking Oklahoma drill with him, and you you get him killed. Like what are you uh, doing, man? Like I really,
0: uh, I really hope I that don't USC... understand it makes the playoff and wins a game so I can get off my final bar and that's players go to Oklahoma to win Heismans and they go to USC to win rings. I've been sitting on that for a few months now and I really need USC to come through for me because Oklahoma deserves nothing but bad things and you're Nebraska. You're Nebraska without Matt Rule. That's how bad you are now. Oklahoma is just a feeder school
3: for USC now. There's already whispers (laughs) of Uh, I think Marvin Mims is hitting the portal, and there's already whispers yeah. that he's also going to USC. Theo so Weiss Oklahoma has been resorted to I mean, a feeder school
4: with for Theo USC. Theo Weiss also is hit the portal, is, too. Theo Weiss. There oh, sorry. Not Mims. Way. It
0: was Weiss. It was Weiss. It was Weiss yeah, there gone. is precedent yeah. here of elite athletes moving to the state of Oklahoma, figuring out they're actually pretty good, and then getting the fuck out of town to go win <laughs> some rings. Is Oklahoma <laughs> FCS
5: school now?
3: <laughs> I turn that shit up. I need that in my life. Uh, six and six for Oklahoma. This podcast told you Oklahoma was going to have a nasty, mm-hmm. nasty, nasty season. Uh-huh. Uh, Oklahoma fans didn't listen. Uh, have fun in those spaces, bitches. Y'all were 6-6, six six, y'all <laughs> trash. Um, <laughs> FSU beat Florida this week in, a, in a actually a really good game. Florida but ends the season 6-6, six and six, but Jordan Travis and uh, that kid Richardson really put on a show. Uh, Norvell has more SEC wins now than Jimbo Fisher did this year. That Excuse me, wild. no, oh, he we did both. He had did two, thank you. He did, and we both got two
2: until AM beat he LSU and tied it up. I know Bud right. Elliott isn't, li- I know Bud Elliott's not listening to this podcast, but if he is, you're tweet motherfucker. We tied Listen, now.
0: We
5: have uh, to apologize for FSU, they really turned that around. I was not expecting did, any of this. Shit.
0: They did all um, those prayers for I- Huey. And
3: both those teams, obviously LSU, didn't end the season the way they wanted to, but both those teams really turned it around because that first game looked like—I mean, it was the first yep. game, so—but that team, they, it was a mid-off or looked like one. We should say that Kansas played Kansas State, and there was a chance that if Kansas won this game, Lucky, which wasn't going to happen, uh, Texas was going to go to the Big Twelve Championship. Kansas State beat the dog
2: shit out of Kansas. Kansas—I uh, mean—does everything I, I, in this Kansas power to disrupt us. It. Well, I mean and around- this with all. I mean this with all due respect. It is so nasty to see y'all debase yourself to have to root for Kansas I to know. You your think way in I feel? Into the big funny. championship. I, like, brother,
3: we were lied to bros. Have was, some we respect
2: for yourselves, man. Like my Evan, god.
3: Evan did say right around week five or six when Kansas was on a winning streak that like they're they got their sixth win, but they're probably gonna lose almost every game on the schedule since then. And that's it basically what happened. Wall. That's literally what it was happened. On the wall. Like uh play hell on the pod. Clay Helton did something Jimbo couldn't do. He beat App State this weekend, and now <laughs> Clay Helton's going to a bowl, and Jimbo's not going to a bowl. That's former a Auburn
2: quality win right there. App State, former is Auburn a quarterback, good
3: solid program. Oh, that is a former Auburn quarterback over there, GCU. How
0: about that? That is crazy. App State um, kept us from having everyone being bowl eligible. Back, no, Pablo,
4: back, appreciate too. you. No, Pablo, yeah, uh, and no, Pablo. no. So let's let's clarify. We have really good grades at Auburn and our APR is high enough to accept a bull bid as a 5 and 17. That. There was one <laughs> time
5: that Texas was almost going to get so in. We no, are, I'm last so year. glad we didn't that do that. Last year. But, I mean, but that was mean...
4: probably the year they put out that graphic, the 2.9 GPA. That's a hard GPA
2: to get, brother. <laughs> Talk, uh, talking about grades is almost as nasty as talking about the Director's Cup. Let's just move off that. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say that cup, too. Right. If I was three of the APR string,
4: that's exactly what I would say. Can we talk about the portal that hey. it is? Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Well, We we still got to
3: preview the games next week, but you, you oh, want to yeah, get your portal the portal bars off right now?
5: Let, let's talk about the portal. I am go concerned. I think, I think we are in a very nasty slope, and I say this as somebody who was very, very pro-portal, but there are so many kids leaving, and I feel like it's even kids that, like, don't have the name recognition, don't have the stats, and they're going to go and go into, like, some shitty situation. And somebody who has played FCS ball, like, you seen it with kids last year Texas. Like, B.J. Foster left and he went to where? Sam Houston stayed or some Sam. shit like that? Yep. Did yeah, like, interception
0: he player of the Aggie.
3: year in the conference? I think he got – I think he literally won their conference player. I don't think so. Like I, I think I'm he a did. A&M. Somebody he did something like it, that.
5: Though. He did. But there's so many kids that we don't hear about that's getting really, really shitty advice and they're getting caught up into the wave. They need to do something to kind of regulate this. I, I don't know what the fix is, <laughs> well, but it well, is Texas really, really, got really a concerning. lemon and now they're over. And no, I said,
0: <laughs>
5: see, all right. So here's the thing with Texas. We also got Ron Watts, who has been the best corner. He's been great, he's been our best. Corner. Had. Yeah. We had a linebacker, Diamond, whatever his name is, Tucker or something like that. He did really well. Yeah. So I'm fine with NIL to an extent, but I feel like it's starting to get to a really sick slope. And I feel like yeah. I find it, I we're going to so many kids of of this sudden,
2: year. I found it funny that all of a sudden Sark was talking in his presser the other day about how he really wants to make sure that there's equity not like in that. NIL deals and stuff like that. It's like, not like you say that, that while you're quarterback, you threw for like you know eight for 29, whatever against Oklahoma State is driving an Aston Martin. Like, yeah, I bet you want to think mm-hmm. about equity in NIL deals right but now, I man. Think-
5: what he's thinking about, though, from the standpoint of we well, have to get linemen and those guys have to get paid. And that one parent tweeted about it. And she was like, you know what? The NIL isn't for defensive players. This is solely for offensive players. So yeah. how do you try to balance it with the defensive side? Because think about it. I don't know if Harold Perkins has any NIL deals, but you would think like he would be. He can get some at Texas uh, if money. you want to come over here.
2: I tell you, he got <laughs> money, man. He's definitely got. some But
5: think about it; it's not what the offensive guys are getting in comparison. Yeah, so I think that's where a lot of guys are going to have issues of how do you balance this and how do you leverage it to get everybody across the board. But I just, I think we're about to see the craziest fucking offseason humanly possible with the portal. Like it's day two, and I have the tracker notifications. That's why I'm always sending them to y'all. I have those notifications on. Every guy's leaving, like all of the top FCS kids are gone, and they're yeah, gonna FCS gonna get
2: decimated by this stuff.
3: I love yes. this. It's so much fun for me to. It's like it's like having a whole nother football season because so many kids are portaling. I just I just like it. Maybe it's not what's best for them, but it's so entertaining for me to follow as a fan. She just said I for really the love kids. It. No, I'm not like, I just like I, I want the best for the kids, especially the ones that come to Texas, but I don't like to lose kids. And so far we haven't lost anybody that I'm surprised about. But if Worthy hits that portal, which if, okay, I'm, he's I'm, coming. No, I'm getting whispers now from sources that it's, he's he's not sure, he hasn't made a decision, whatever. If he leaves, if, he's a wild. If, receiver, if he leaves, I don't care. I'm gonna be sick, but if he does not portal, then I'm going to put up a banner that says NIL is good, the portal is good, and we need to ramp that bitch up next year and have double the kids in the portal. Everyone's your portal, bro. It's So the only way.
5: good thing I have taken from the portal is what? I think String said it in the text today, or someone said it, but it was just like this is kind of their contract year when you're coming into yeah. it as a junior. And yeah, I absolutely. never thought about it like that. That is a pretty good Yeah, point, I
2: mean, but- I think I think the motivations are going to be different on a year-by-year basis for whoever's going into the portal, but I don't think it's going to be like this – I don't think it's going to be a free-for-all for players that teams want to keep. You know, I think that if you want to keep a player and a player is motivated to stay – it's more likely that you're going to be able to come to some sort of contract agreement to where you're probably going to stay, right? With a kid like Port, with a kid like Worthy, the motivations are different, right? He, I mean, who would you want to play for next year? Would you want to play with Quinn or would you want to play with Caleb? You know, I can understand that being a difficult for decision for him to make. You know, whether a place that he's been at for two years versus going someplace new. I don't. I think that like. I think over time we'll start to realize what the logical thought, what the logic trains look like as, as as kids make decisions about the portal, and I think then stuff will start making more sense. Like right now, everybody who's in the portal is popping off, but has any has anything been really all that surprising? Nothing's been surprising, you know. I think like it so early awesome. to know
5: who's going to really jump what? in, but I think kids aren't. And so here's the thing them.
2: too yeah and i think that, that we're hearing people announcing that they're going into the portal because those kids want to get recruited now that they're in the portal i think the real kids are already have been have been being recruited for the past six months and so i think those are the ones that we're just gonna like wake up one day and they're gonna say hey i'm going to this school next year Fuck you guys i'm out you know so that'll be interesting to watch too
5: i say this as somebody is older and i feel like more mature than i was at that age because i know the stupid decisions i would have made. It's just like, I don't know if kids see the bigger goal level, because I do feel like, yes, you're going into a new system. And I feel like that kind of hurts you, too. I feel like most kids won't think about that, because, again, it's the same idea and thought process you have when you're getting recruited. I'm a big fish. I'm him. I can go anywhere and succeed. But then you transfer, you learn a whole new system, a whole new playbook, and it just kind of hampers your progress. So I think it's going to be some pros and some cons to it, but I don't know. I'm concerned.
0: I just I think, think it'll make the product worse. I think teams are going to get younger, and I think the the, the there will be less good football being played that. overall. But, hey, go get your money. I'm I'm team. Go get your money. I for do sure. think it's going to be the Wild West until they put some guardrails up, and I think before those
4: guardrails are up, it's
0: going to get butt-naked nasty,
4: especially you, I mean, right you, there uh, at the end. You have your have and have-nots for sure that are going to still be that regardless of any rules. But, like, for a little while, there, there may be kind of like we're seeing – you know, like with teams being able to beat teams this year that you wouldn't really be thinking or playing with them, like the parity should, in theory, be better.
5: Yeah, it may be. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't. I mean, know. it should. I mean, if you've got a guy good
4: that you know, I mean, if you've got a guy that is a four or five star that knows he can go be that guy and immediately go and do it, and you've got nil enticement and you've got the portal opportunity that's just an immediate transfer, and they just need that one position that you happen to play, but you're behind a first rounder, like. It's going to make parity better, like, with talent on a lot of these teams. You know what's crazy, yeah, yeah. though?
5: When I see guys who are transferring at the year one. Like, it's like, yeah, bro. No, that's like. You I mean, some of that for some here. of those
4: you're guys, see a lot of riding, or... the writing might be on the wall. Because, like, if you yeah. – again, if you're a freshman and you're behind a sophomore that's already starting and then you just sign a five-star at your position, like, chances are you might never see the field. <laughs> but, like, I
5: don't but know. It's just year one. But it, but is, like crazy.
2: So it trying is crazy. Not to the drown. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, and like you're saying with the writing on the wall, like we had a, a freshman linebacker who just portaled. And this year we've had like some serious issues at linebacker. And if you did not see the field as a freshman this year, you know, given the right. challenges that we've had. That's fair. You know, then, probably they're not going to, you know, to right? Who is that? So I think that you – know, I can't remember what his name is. Because uh, I thought he was really
5: good. He's probably one of the best linebackers he, I think I've ever seen. I'm sure
2: that's a big time right? Yeah. Meanwhile, we're worthy starter, is when Worthy hits the portal, he's going to be like, oh, fuck that guy. Wide receivers our diamond a dozen. We don't care he about that. He, didn't he, didn't he, oh, he couldn't even catch a 50-yard pass. He but it, but I couldn't. He the conference touchdowns, it. and he's still
3: but thinking I about think leaving. He, I hate this sport, bros. I hate. So here's stuff, the
2: thing. I think what's going to end up happening, I think what coaches <laughs> got to be careful of, is there's always that level of deprogramming that happens after you recruit somebody because you're gassing yeah. them up for a year and a half, two years, something yep. like that. And right. then you got to you know, take it back and say, hey, now we need you to come in and compete for a position that deprogramming is going to be even more important because now when these kids they've been gassed up they've gotten some cash when they get on campus whatever the case may be and then they get on campus and they don't play and if you're you know school is a lot harder than you thought it was not playing is a lot harder than you thought it was and somebody else at a different school is like hey come here we'll let you play with our school that those types of kids that that you the coaches got to do a good job of deprogramming they got to start thinking about what that looks like
5: and the last little point i feel like on this because i feel like you bring up a good point it's more of a testament, and I've always been amazed at Alabama's culture. I know probably won't want to hear this, but it was no, always I can so amazing. To that. I mean, yeah, to, that it is impressive, guys. And those guys were always so patient. And outside of coaches, it's really going to speak to your culture. You know, if you've got the right team and the right type of guys who can instill, like, hey, you know, you're young, keep grinding. You know, we really get them bought into that team aspect. That's going to do so much. and I think that's kind of why teams like. A Baylor and a Kansas State will actually be kind of fine because they'll get guys who will stay there and develop and grow. Yep. Yeah. Those guys and once College they bought in, you know, they're not right. going to go to an NIL type situation at that point because they kind of understand the bigger
4: picture. And at places like at places like Bama, I mean, it obviously there's the big pro of your Bama. You're going to attract anybody you want from the portal if you just want to hand pick them, but it does create that situation where a, a healthy number of contributors that you're going to be bringing in to fill these spots are not guys that were brought up in your culture. You know, you didn't, we didn't make them for two or three years and you're bringing in a guy that just happened to be talented at that position. And it's probably not going to move the needle all that much but it's like those little things do just start adding up to like change what you've been doing for fourteen years. You know what I mean? That's why but our tight end
5: had to tell the other tight end, "This ain't the SEC. Let's say how you doing? It. It. You gotta yeah. go, yeah,
2: right? Yeah, lion. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, but but can we really point to Bama as the as the exemplar of culture, given the fact that they're you know their top two skill players, aside from their quarterback, were a running back that they got to transfer and Jermaine Burton, the wide receiver, That's very true that they got to transfer from Georgia. You know, like. Hey, I I wonder if maybe Bama's is feeling that, they, you know, they like it. it but you what's think the easiest
4: position like- to plug and play? Wide receiver. receiver. and running Wide back.
2: receiver, sure. Yeah, that's fair. The, I think it's I mentioned all
3: something. the championship games. I should mention that for the Big 12 game, Quentin Johnson still banged up and they don't know if he's going to be able to go. Uh, so that could be something to look for. And also that the USC-Utah game – uh, yeah, he did. Uh, yes, but he did. He still kind but he was of hurt. Up. Yeah, hmm. uh, and the USC Utah game is on Friday, which is great because I love when the games are sitting by themselves. And I'm really that USC team. Well, that USC offense, I should say, is extremely fun to watch. And Utah, mm-hmm. I Utah feel like about if you, fourteen. If you lose two times to a team that lost to Florida, you probably shouldn't be in the, anywhere near the playoff. Yeah. So USC's got some something to go prove on, fr- on Friday, and that should be pretty cool. Uh, But that's all I got, guys. Uh, and, Oh, and I should mention, Texas number two basketball team in the country. So some of us didn't lie about the basketball teams on this podcast, like some other of did. Today. We I had to tell sure. you
0: guys how good you were going we to, to, we to, right well, to be. It's crazy to we had to bring you along. Listen, sorry, I want to be on cut, loss, there's a lot of problems. <laughs>
5: I want to be I on between two bears. talk
3: about them at all. I want to be on between two bears and talk yeah. about basketball.
5: I'm ready. I'm ready. Just, just do we have any calls. championship upsets? Anybody want to go out on a limb? I think Utah's winning. Definitely. Kansas State is think, winning think, by fourteen. That's I think right. y'all
0: are both right. I think TCU is going to lose by about ten, and I think they're still going
2: to get in, and they should. I think North Carolina is going to beat Clemson.
3: I would I love, love that. You go ahead, and call go ahead, Gordon, Mac Brown. Do it, Mac.
2: Nah,
4: I don't, I don't see it happening. Nah, Georgia gonna run a tr- I, 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 don't, Georgia, I was I the game I, again. I, I brought it up like three weeks in a row because I have to remind y'all because it's one of the positive moments I had all year. I, I was in person. In we had LSU in hell for a little bit. <laughs> it was seventeen to nothing. They ain't beating Georgia. Get out my face. Brown gets to put
5: up one more second against Clemson,
0: and
4: like I can have
5: a flashback just him doing that. Together, <laughs> that would be the
0: greatest thing
2: ever. That'd be pretty. Great.
0: Won't it that be crazy be if Mac Brown leaves Texas and
4: no, gets
2: Evan, another don't, conference ring?
0: 14 years later, before Texas gets another one,
4: that is—that's <laughs> crazy, this, bro. Why that's do you crazy. Do this? And against that against Clemson, that is uh-huh. one of the top brands in the sport right now. Uh-huh. You know who the
5: fuck they are? Knock off champion <laughs> in the dirt at school.
4: Oh, and by the way, Dabo said that DJ is going to start
3: the the ACC championship. So you know they Ooh, have the quarterback North issues. North Carolina you know, 20, know, I told man.
5: I told y'all. That Dabo's seat wasn't hot, but I'm a lie. They ready to get that motherfucker out of there. If he loses his game and trash DJ's trade him and
0: Ryan Day, just get him and Ryan
3: Day to switch spots and let's see how that works for everybody. That's actually the funniest of both outcomes. I love both those outcomes. That's amazing.
2: I don't know how that would work. That's fascinating. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Who
0: would be better if they swapped? I don't. I don't know. I think Ryan Day would be better at Clemson than Jimbo would be at Ohio State. Jimbo's only Jimbo. good if, if he's doing like the all oh, poor old Davo. Simpson
4: bit. We, yeah, we thought yes.
0: This is the second episode in a row I've mixed in. You've those done two that. Yes. Yeah, you
2: did. It makes sense. I think Dabo, I think Davo be huff he, at Ohio State. Dabo wins, Damn, Evan, not all white names sound the same. He See, sounds backwards. Evan, I know this is this is my lane. <laughs> I'm
5: backwards. Okay, let's think, let's end the show on Davo. this. Deion Sanders, Georgia Tech, make it happen. Yeah. i have no oh, I, like already, I thought
2: georgia tech already hired brent key or brent pride brent key i think oh, that think they they, they hired, promoted they? the interim
5: yeah I think oh that that's they true they, the did, they,
2: did, they did they did they did i don't yes. think
0: Dion's taking a small that's job that's what auburn should like have done Florida no Florida but Florida no, georgia tech no, is
5: no, in a perfect cadillac. location to succeed? and i don't okay. know why hey, they don't hold on i do have to touch on that for
4: a minute because it is a it is a narrative that goes around and it's like auburn fucked up not hiring cadillac Cadillac did interview for this job. Cadillac is a mature person that is an inexperienced coach that told them he was not ready for this job and did not want it in this spot. Please let's get away from that narrative. Pablo, did you know that Cadillac <laughs> for has sake, a better
3: pray you know for me. Cadillac has a better SEC record than uh Q Freeze? Because that's true. And, he does.
4: And Lane Kiffin.
2: And hey, like why did y'all just hire Cadillac, man? That seemed like it would have just been. An easy <laughs> hire. <to laughs> that would have been really good. I really like him and stuff. Like,
4: did y'all see Cadillac?
2: Incredible dresser so too. That suit was fire. That he and wore. and a lot of the suit was
3: flames.
2: And a lot
4: of people it was thought awesome. That you know, no matter who you hired, like the the guy coming in wouldn't keep him because you wouldn't want that. Imagery, you know, know on your staff, that. but that like, so why stupid. do people say that? Yeah, it's like, of the course he's going to be retained. Like, Wait, you know, there's one guy
2: that's going to be retained, is it's it, that
3: guy. It better be.
2: We know Hugh Freeze is a man of principle and a man of integrity, <laughs> exactly <and so> he <laughs> is going to want to surround they, himself with people who are emblematic of the Auburn spirit. And if you exactly. <laughs> got
5: me and Hugh Freeze are aligned with our, uh, I know he lied. He said we are. Aligned and what we see the program, and he has a great character as a coach. Our values, and they like, say, Shit, Ooh. else about that. He said yeah. nothing else about his uh, other values. He left right. clearly as a coach football values. Yep, but he's got that Leave Land Boyd stamp of approval.
0: Leap it there. Yep. Ian Boyd vouched for him. He's fine.
5: <laughs> well, another <laughs> great episode. I appreciate it. We'll be back after these college games, Evan. Thank you for allowing us to fuck y'all last week. We appreciate it. We love it. We gave up the anytime. Baylor bussy. Uh, uh, and and now, we're both,
0: was leaking. now we're both on the casting couch this weekend. I'll let you leaking? get the corner seat, though. You, you can have
2: the corner seat. You earned it. But we're both on that <laughs> casting couch this weekend, brothers. I mean, it could be worse. You could be ending your year without a single top five win, which I can say that we will not be ending our season without that kind of a win. So that's pretty. Oh, awesome. yeah. We didn't get a
0: ranked win this year. We didn't beat a team that was ranked ever.
4: Not we not, we're not surprised by that. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you um, what we did. And- we beat a team that has a top five win.
5: <laughs> that's, that's, that's hey, hey, hey I- you hired the all-time nasty award, man.
4: You, you got Coach hey, Sean Watson. And the, la- the last thing Coach I'm going to say Deshaun on that Watson. is these nasty bars about all this is going to get crazy. And it's stinky. But I still love Auburn. I love the kids. I'm going to obviously cheer for them and pull for them. Guard your hearts, brothers. Guard your hearts. God, don't get too attached, so attached stupid, to these coaches, brothers. Stupid, don't get too no, attached it's just to these a stupid coaches, sport
2: brothers. that we're attached to. We're too damn attached to these schools. And
4: aside from that, the, the slander, people gotta be careful with the slander because you start talking crazy and then Hugh Freeze comes and beat you, then what? Like, you know, because mm-hmm. it, this like Not in that. Or D- either, he, no, he hey,
2: he gave up the Twitter account. Oh, so, no, he DMs no, you. no, no. he'll beat no, you in the field strange. or the Twitter
4: That turned out to be a false report because Hugh denied it publicly.
2: Oh, He denied it publicly. Yeah, they he already denied give up it. the Twitter account. I know account. a couple yeah, other things no. that
3: Hugh Freeze denied publicly that turned out to be true, mm-hmm. but I, you know, we'll just wait on that. Hugh Freeze runs the <laughs> Slender U account. Just yeah, to he does. He's uh, he been he making
4: usy jokes all year. <laughs> if you see if you see anybody in your DMs, it was not one of us. It was not a... us. <laughs> well, the, the, the regular season is
3: over. We'll be back after championship weekend. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Check the speak... Well,
2: actually, don't go to speak Nobody's pipe. You know what? Check the speak Fuck speak pipe. pipe. Ain't nobody checking the speak Blah pipe. Blah has not checked
3: speak pipe since, like, week two. That shit doesn't exist anymore.
5: Jan, I'm sending you speak pipe messages. Just throw them in
0: there, brother.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: and right, before right. we
0: stop recording, if they put some, some bullshit at the beginning of this episode about me lying earlier this year, you can go ahead and skip through that. Go ahead and jump to about the 130,
5: 145 mark. That's nasty, bro. Put it right there, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> so nasty. All right, that's right, all we got, out. I think. All right, that's it. We'll well, Love it. y'all.
0: We out.